Now, my dear, I really must go over to court. Will you be home this evening, August? I'm never home on Tuesdays, Josephine. Enjoy yourself, my dear. Don't wear yourself out in the patio. You country girls are always lovely while you're young, but you age so quickly. Age so quickly. It frightened me. I saw all the years of my youth passing me by as I was caged up in the house on the Rue Montmartre. I was only 15 when I married August. 15, and he was 55 then. Five years of marriage had taught me the meaning of loneliness and tears. A woman has the right to bask in the warmth of her youth. That's why I left the house that day. I wandered out into the garden patio outside my room, and I walked down the boulevard to Grinald's Café. I sat down at a table on the sidewalk, intending only to watch the others, to watch life pass by. The waiter was very friendly. Uh, what will you have, madame? An ice, a raspberry ice. A uh, raspberry ice, excellent, madame. Excellent for a warm afternoon. <laughs> oh. Angry this would make August. Sitting all alone, madame? Uh, yes, I... Well, because I, I wish to be alone. Oh, no, you don't. Not when you have the opportunity to enjoy my company. Please, sir, I shall call the waiter. No, I... don't, please. You're lonely and I'm lonely. Certainly there can be no harm in two lonely people sharing a table for one short half hour. Now, can there? But my husband... Even a jealous husband can't object. Really, sir? And you I... are lonely. You really want me to sit down, you just won't admit it. Oh, I can see the truth in your face. You see things that are not there. May I, madame? Just for one half hour. Well, there really is no harm in it, is there? None at all. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> of course, madame, you know that I've lied to you. Lied to me, uh, sir? Your ice, madame. Uh, something for you, monsieur. Oh, uh, same as the lady. Oui, monsieur. <laughs> Nothing like raspberry ice to start a lifelong friendship. What do you mean, you've lied to me? Well, I didn't just happen along just now. I didn't just happen to see you sitting here and come up. I planned everything very carefully in advance. Oh? You see, madame, I live across the way from you. I've watched you gardening in the patio of your home many times. You... But why, monsieur? Why? Why, because you're a beautiful woman. Because I wanted to know you so very much. Because I've seen something in your eyes that I've felt inside myself. You shouldn't, monsieur. You really shouldn't say these things to me. My name's Pierre Planton. Monsieur, for both our sakes, do leave me now. You've no idea how much trouble this innocent little adventure might cause us later on. Oh, I've waited a long time to meet you, dear lady. Not just a day or a week or weeks, but a year. I'm very flattered, monsieur Planton. Pierre's the name. Pierre? <laughs> you know, the first day I saw you in the garden, I asked my servant who you were. <laughs> and when I found out you were married... I resolved never to try to see you again, but... Why did you change your mind? I saw your husband. August is a very fine, upstanding man. He told you so himself, eh? I know, I, I really think so. He's an old, garrulous, stupid bore who's overwhelmed with his own importance. Oh. <laughs> Frankly, my curiosity's aroused. Why did a lovely young girl like yourself ever marry him? Well, I... I love him. Oh, madame... Please don't cry, please. If, if there's one thing that turns my bone to water, it's a beautiful woman's tears. Here, I'm not crying. Here, use my handkerchief for these non-existent tears, then. Thank you. Now, Josephine, smile. Stop ordering me about. I won't have it. Please smile at me and say I'm forgiven. You're forgiven. Oh, that's better. I promise to be nice. 
You see, Josephine, believe it or not, I'm very fond of you. Against my better judgment. You'd better believe it because I'll haunt you every day if you don't. And that's the way it started. Just a talk in a sidewalk cafe. My first friend, perhaps the only friend I had besides Rosalie. At first, Pierre and I thought we were just playing at love. But by the end of the second week, I knew the truth. I loved him. I loved him as deeply and as truly as any woman could. We met in the afternoons in the cafe, and in the evenings when August was out, he stole into the patio and we talked. Talked of him and of me, and then of us. Of our future, together. It was Tuesday, two weeks ago, that he was supposed to arrive at nine o'clock. Rosalie was helping me dress. You'd better hurry, madame. He'll be here in half an hour. How do I look, Rosalie? Beautiful. I wish I were as beautiful as you. Uh, 